Alright, welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Anytown USA. I'm Brendan. I'm Vernon. I'm Dave. It's uh, funny where Dave gets last. Brendan and I switched up, but Dave was down in the order. No hard feelings, Dave. Sniffle. A lot of hard feelings for me, though. That's just the way it is. Deal it's with it. you guys sit next to each other. That's right. That's right. And he made you uh, keep the, the crummy headphones. Eh, it's all right. You have to buy your own for next time. I'll have to. BYOH. Today, the topic that we're going to be discussing is how to interact with your elected officials. It is not uh, by any means going to be a... Um, Exhaustive. uh, (laughs) We're not going to be able to do that in 20 minutes. And we also can't uh, tell you how to live your life or anybody else's life. Well, Brendan will try to. Yeah, I I will. He's not the one I'm worried about. You're the one I'm worried about. (laughs) You're the one with all the the life advice. It's true, but... It is true. I'm not going to say something that's not true on something that's going on out on going out on the internet. That's right. The internet should only be the repository of true things. <laughs> there has never been anything false on the internet. Never. That's signed Abraham Lincoln. Fact, actually. Um, I think that was a quote that he that Lincoln stole from Mark Twain. That it might right. have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it yeah. sounds about right. All right. Who wants to start? So we've all obviously. Uh, had interactions with our elected officials. Um, our local, my especially. Case, been an elected official. Right. Yeah. Were you and elected? I, 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 uh, Were you appointed? Were you an appointed elected official? You. Oh, I'm trying to get the sound effect. <laughs> there we go. That Anyways, hurts. the sound effect is hitting the pad for this. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> translates over, even if the sound effect itself doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, to answer your your question, I was an appointed elected official. I hope someday you'll be an elected official. I want to I say, never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Anyways, but uh, the the responsibility doesn't end there. Um, it doesn't matter if you're appointed or elected. If you're in a position where you have to deal with the public, um, you have to be okay with the public being your boss. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're not going to walk in the room and tell you you're fired and, and go away. But you got to treat them with the same amount of respect. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, being on that side has certainly given me a perspective on uh on how to deal with elected officials and i know that for the for the rest of you and i don't want to take your words away from you but you all have kind of figured that out not by being on the other side of the fence but by just what's effective and what gets things <coughs> done and um you know certainly nobody want nobody should set out to have combative relationships with especially with uh well with anybody but with their elected of- officials True, true. I don't think it's the most um, productive system if you just go into it like that or most productive approach, I guess I should say, if you want to get something done. Obviously, if they're just determined and you want opposite things, that's a separate conversation. But going in and you theoretically all want the best for your town, then you should try to at least start off with that approach, what, what do we all want? What is all our goal here? And then, you know, maybe you have different approaches of how to get to that goal, but it doesn't have to be combative. Right. I think where, where that kind of um, 
runs into some turbulence, though, is that uh, so the way you described it, if, if we all want what's best for the town, I think that where, where things get difficult is when the assumption is that somebody is operating against the best interests of the town. And I will say that from the standpoint of a resident voter and taxpayer, I, I had a predisposition to kind of assume that everyone was working in exclusively their own best interest. Mm-hmm. And I've certainly seen that happen, but it is nowhere near as much as I thought it was. It's not as rampant. Right, just because somebody disagrees with me. I mean, I know my <laughs> motives and intentions are pure and all that, and I want what's best for the, the town and or village or, or uh, you know, whatever the, uh, the situation is. But I don't know what theirs is, so I kind of assume if they disagree with me, then clearly they're operating in their own selfish interests or uh, nefarious <clears throat> motives. Yeah, I, I think in, in a lot of ways, I think... <laughs> people assume that everybody is every politician local all the way up is they're Mayor, all on to take well all. well no it's, it's mayor quimby from the simpsons that's the <laughs> that's the example that oh you know vote quimby give me that briefcase full of money yeah the, the dave's phrase on the take <laughs> i i can't tell you how many times i well i'll tell you it's, it's basically every time <laughs> every time something controversial is up there's always, oh, I wonder how much uh, money they got, or there's definitely more under the table backroom deals than, than we know about. And there, there's a little bit of truth to that as far as backroom deals. Right. For the, but it, Especially in times gone by. I think that was a yeah, lot. 30, but, 40 years ago in our parents' time, that was oh, yeah. accepted. You know, again, was it as rampant as anybody thought? Probably not. But was it more prolific than maybe now? Probably. Well, I mean, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, if you, you know, were, were doing work on your house or something, or you were doing something that might not have been legal, you, you slip 50 bucks to the inspector and he looks the other way. Now, oh no. And next, you know, the uh, the back porch is collapsing on the house. Yeah, well, it. that's right. a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. The town. We shouldn't be laughing because that actually It's terrible stuff, right? Look at more. Chicago. Yeah, you know, was famous for that. They had a whole a whole summer. Yeah, there was a whole summer. We, we don't. We don't. Collapsed. We do not have the time to even go in. Right, that. But, but that was yeah, a famous one that a lot of people uh, might interacting know. with elected officials. And yeah, we're talking. Yeah, anyways, collapsing but, but, on, uh, but an elected official thing. Exactly to Brendan's point was the town next over to us, just north. That was very famous for a very long time. Talking literally about the inspector, every everybody knew if you took him to lunch. Whatever you needed done, not a problem. It wasn't even, there was no going for a variance. There was literally, you need it done. <clears throat> Take, you know, Bob Smith to lunch and sealed and, you know, no problems. He won't even look again. He won't even come by and, you know, but wave. So, again, now that guy's retired well, and yeah. he's long gone, but that was definitely in my lifetime. And I know people that got away with that. Oh, a I'm lot sure. Because I, you know, was in that town for a but, while. So. But also, too, like when it comes to, you know, people have this, and sure it happened, but again, we've said it how many times, more than likely never to the level you think it is. Right. But also I feel that a lot of people feel like their elected officials don't listen, they don't want to make time for them, and they feel, I, I feel, I felt that way for a while until I started reaching out to elected officials about things that, <clears throat> 
what's the point? They're not going to listen to me anyways. Right, they kind of get a preemptive bad rap. Yeah, about, I'm not. They're not going to listen. Why have you actually talked to them? Is, is that we know. put them on this pedestal? It's a, right. It's they're either um, just too powerful, too busy, or too evil to to give us the time. All of day. three. Uh, uh, yeah, uh. and I, I can't tell you how many times I've spoken to uh, an elected official off of something that I see a trend that I see going through our social media group. And I'll say, hey, you know, everyone's really upset about this. What are you guys doing? Like, oh, really? Someone's upset about that. We haven't heard anything about that. Like, really? That's uh, and that's a phenomenon that we've talked about in other episodes of how social media works. People run to social media without actually trying to address physically what the problem is with somebody. I think the best example of of that is uh, the neighborhood watch group that Brendan and I help run. Uh, I think it it took us. I, I feel like we're in a good place now. But We're I feel pretty good. The we, first couple years, it oh, was, it was oh my gosh, someone, someone's in my garage. What do I do? It's like, have you called? Have you called the police? Yeah, right. for real. And right. it blows my mind. It was <clears throat> I, every time it would just absolutely stun me how often the answer was no. no. <laughs> yeah, like well, I'm not sure if if they belong there, and I don't want to call the police and waste their time. Like, it's their job. They're, they're you in, on your property. Too. Call like, them. Did you ask someone to be in your garage right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no? Then call the police. Well, it might be my neighbor, Jeff. Did you yell out your back door, Jeff? Have you tried calling Jeff? <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you hear his phone ring, Or you know what's going to happen if the cops show up and they find and it's Jeff, Jeff in your garage. Right. You're just like, oh, goodness gracious. My and bad. The cops will be like, are you okay? And then everyone can move on their own way. Yeah, that was uh, I that that still time. blows my mind that that even happens sometimes. I'm thinking like, all right, like, and I even <laughs> said, I'm like, did you call the police? No, okay, call them right now. Just right. call Stop them. Stop typing. Put the call Facebook the away. police Put the Facebook on the phone down. that you're using to type into <laughs> Facebook. Call the police. There's an app for it. I, your oh, the other one I liked was. Uh, I don't know the non-emergency number. Like, call 911. Just call 911. It doesn't matter. They'll figure it out. Because more often than not, if you call non-emergency, you know what they do? They switch you over to dispatch 911. Exactly. Turns out, trust me, I'm that person. You know, I call speeders in or something, and they're like, I'm like, it's a non-emergency. They're like, no, we'll send you over. Okay, I'm here at dispatch. And they're like, what's your problem? I'm like, well, you know, this guy has a dog off his leash. And, you know, and they're like, oh, okay. But you would so think that's not I, an I think emergency. But. From all of this, the first lesson in how to talk to your elected officials is <clears throat> to talk to your elected officials. Yeah, for right, real. Try that first. Right, try that. Find their email address. Email, in my opinion, is always the easiest for oh, yeah. a multitude of reasons. A lot of times, uh, the way that they're communicated. Uh, the way that they receive their communication. A lot of elected officials don't have an office at Village Hall. Most don't, um, unless you're in a large city. If you're in a large Or a very small town where city. that's yeah, all they're well, doing right. is sitting around there all day. But Which is, any middle-sized kind of village, they've got other jobs. Yeah, they, they've got other jobs. They've got day jobs. Right. And they're not if you look at the, the, uh, the numbers on the village website, it's usually either going to be forwarded to their phone or forwarded to a mailbox. Right, it's all a tree or, that you pick the right person like and that. you get their, their extension and it goes to their voicemail and they get back to you whenever they get a chance. Yeah, email is, is probably always the best. And it also leaves a very uh, Paper easy trail. to follow written record yes. of, right. of Digital uh, paper what trail. happens. Right. Um, I'd say sometimes you're probably right. The problem is probably a lot of older school people 
their first thing is the phone, ironically. That's fine. <clears throat> and so long as they're but, making contact. Right. And I think even... But in an instant gratification society, even if that, they don't get instantly called or picked, someone doesn't pick up, they're like, oh, I tried. They're not answering. Well, well, that's that's the other thing. It's that's how many, Oh, the switchboard. What are you going to do? Nobody ever answers over there. Like, well, it's right. an email. Right. Yeah. Um. So lesson one. In, Reach in, out. In, do call. something. Reach contact. out. Communicate. Um. Another thing that I think is is very helpful, don't wait until you need to talk to your elected officials to talk to your elected officials. Um, I, I think we've all we're all familiar with the idea of a compliment sandwich. Have you ever heard of that? It, it's horrible. It's basically gaslighting. It's emotional yeah. abuse where you <laughs> tell someone, but it works. Well, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> emotionally abuse these people. No, don't. Um, but dude. the the uh, the idea behind a compliment sandwich is you say something good, and then you say a criticism, and then you end with something good. Uh, the problem with that is then you're kind of conditioning people to as soon as you say something good to them, like oh but, crap, but so, what what's wrong this time? <laughs> right. um, but that's not what we're doing here. What, what I the, the reason why you want to start off your communication with them in a in a good way is. Just to to distance yourself from there, there's a certain stereotype of of people who are just always having a bad day and always trying to project it on everyone else and always complaining about everything. And while an elector or appointed official should always take all the feedback and input that they receive from all the residents, all of their constituents, everyone that they're responsible for, sometimes it it gets very very difficult to. Um, to, I'm trying to think of the, the right word here. Um, cause I don't want to, I certainly don't want to be disparaging of anybody. Well, I think again, I, I think some people wait till there's a problem to reach out and then, you know, a lot of people do that. So now you'll get an elected official, like a mayor or an alderman or whatever in a community that has 50 emails about people complaining and, and, and you know, that would wear a person down well, too. I think that even 50 complaining emails, um, even though the individual content may vary uh, a little bit, I think that that's very useful actually. Oh, it it's is more, I think 50, 50 emails. And I know you're, that that's kind of a hyperbolic. Yeah, it is. It's just a number. I hyperbolic, came up hyper, with. hyperbolic. That's like hyperbolic. a chamber. It's hyper. Okay. Well, um, English lesson for the day. So even though that might be a hyperbolic number, the the point I'm trying to make a trend of negativity is very useful because it's it's a it's a trend and it's more than one person. When you have someone who kind of identifies themselves as always, uh, I think the word I was looking for is always aggressive. Um, then that puts people on the defensive, uh, and that's just a general rule of thumb. It, it goes beyond elected officials. Right, like, it's every interaction it's important with every for person your ever. spouse and your siblings and. Your friends, families, business owners, business owners for sure. They know who the problem customers are and they handle them. And nobody likes to be handled, but um, you know, sometimes that's, for that's the way it's. <laughs> hey, this is a family podcast. That's enough of that. So, not my family. <clears throat> if you if you start off with uh with with something positive. Or something actually constructive is really it doesn't have to be positive. It right, I was going to say constructive, yeah. a good yeah. starting Useful conversation. Forget everything sort. I said about positivity. Con con being constructive is the most valuable feedback. Because at the end of the day, 
the, the point really is you all should have the same common goal. Exactly. You should all want what's best for your community. You might have different ideas or approaches to that. And if everyone's if the goal is to make the town better. And if everyone has that, that, uh, that goal, then we can not get what we want and see how it turns out and either be right and tell people like, okay, so next time you're going to listen to me or you can be wrong. And next time you're going to listen to them. We all learn that nobody, nobody's perfect. Uh, no situation has played out a hundred percent the same way uh, because of all the variables. Right. <clears throat> but you know, with a lot of it, I, I think too, you know, like we said, how people make elected officials out to be the boogeyman. Yeah. When in reality, when you reach out, a lot of the times, you know, you, you get your response, but you if you if you start with something constructive, you're now opening up a long term dialogue potentially to where now you know, you talk to them about things, maybe concerns, or maybe you just send an email to someone saying, Hey, you did this thing to my neighborhood. You paved this street. You did this. You fixed a pothole. And I just want to say thank you. And you leave it at that. And then next time, if you need some, hey, I have this problem. They go, oh, you know, oh, yeah, that's the guy that that was that was that, cool last time. That is fantastic. I, that's absolutely, yeah. That's that's being constructive, and and can being constructive can be positive and it can be negative and it is always appreciated. If you have a problem. And there's some, sometimes there's some problems that, uh, that are pretty straightforward. Tree on the parkway fell over. Yes. It hit my car. You guys got to fix this. Um, that, that's clearly something you don't have to suggest a solution for because there's. It should be self-evident. Right. Like the tree needs to move. Well, <laughs> I can't make the but tree. But there's other, up. there's other situations like, uh, you know, there's this, uh, gang of wild kids at the park. Um, you could either tell someone to fix it or you can say i'd like to be part of fixing it or right. maybe we should is there a better solution for this? why the kids are there or well there, there was programs for them all right. kinds of things yeah well there there was a thing that somebody put up on on our community facebook group last week where they posted a picture of garbage in a park and they went ah my, look, look at this garbage in the park after we had, you know, 18 feet of, of snow and garbage and it melts and it gets cleaned up. But instead of say, but saying, oh, you know, the park district needs to manage this better. How about saying, hey, can we get some people together and we'll all go pick up garbage at this park? Yeah. You know, and uh, so, or, or something. And, something and, constructive. And then you'll have the people no. saying, but that's not our job. They're, they pay people to do that. Well, yeah, but if you want to be active in, in your community, if you are in your house and you know like in my house if there's something sitting on the floor that shouldn't be there am i going to walk past it and say well that's my wife's she needs to pick it up or that's my son's why isn't he picking up no it's in the way i'm just going to pick it up and then i'm going to say later hey next time could you pick your stuff up you know fine yeah, there, <clears throat> there needs to be a lot more. Um, I'm being so simplistic. I know this is but, this is still though, but it all manifests in construction. It off at something simple, and it goes out to everything else we're talking about about how to deal with yes. other people, including elected officials. I mean, that's if you can start off with being helpful or positive, or at least constructive. 
then you set a, a tone for how your future engagements can be. And, and they'll that, take you more seriously, I think, than if you're always just get off my lawn guy. Right. Or the, uh, the NIMBY folks. Or oh, the, 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 anyone, the 5G tower behind my house. Anyone uh, who's not familiar <laughs> with the uh, term NIMBY, it's an acronym that stands for not in, in my, my backyard. backyard. And it's funny how um, in my, my uh, time on the zoning commission, how often, and it really what it comes down to is people are afraid of change, and I can absolutely respect that. And it is yeah. it is scary when you see something that there's no precedent for how it operates, and now it is literally knocking on your back door. Um, it, I think it's very telling when people say, oh, that is a fantastic thing. We absolutely need that in, in our community. But uh, Put it over me. there. Yeah, put, put it, it over there. Over, <laughs> put it over by them. Put it right. by, by Brendan. <laughs> um Actually, that happened to me during in, in one meeting, and someone said, "How would you like it if somebody knocked down the church that's right by your house and uh, built this kind of building?" And I kind of shrugged, like, "Actually, I think uh, you know the church; they're good neighbors, but on Sunday there's uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of cars and a lot of parking. There'd be less of that with this. So, you know, strictly speaking, it would not bother me." And they they took that as uh, me being <coughs> smart, Alec, which. I'm sorry they that was that true, way. but not there. <laughs> right, I was not being a smart aleck then. Right, at least not not to my, not in my opinion. Well, and I've had somebody ask, well, well, what would you do if this, you know, that they did this right by your house? I, you know, I I wouldn't care. Right, like I. There was a lady Honestly, saying, "Would you would you want care. this 5G antenna on a telephone pole behind your house?" I'm like. Well, I already have a that, big uh, giant transformer on that pole behind my house, so I don't really that, care at this point. That depends on which carrier it is. If yes, it's my carrier, yes, carrier, exactly. Let's <laughs> get awesome. it right up there. But, Who can but, I talk to about this? But to be this? fair to people, I mean, they're not always wrong, right? Sometimes right. you don't want whatever this major development is, maybe at all. Maybe it's not right for your community, your area, the, the street it's on, whatever it is, or what the damage might be that they're they're doing if they eminent domain your favorite coffee place and everyone has a fit about that then maybe the town needs to reconsider that and, instead and that of does, just that does happen it. there's uh, one thing's coming to mind where again on in my experience on the zoning commission there was this um right in the middle of a r1 residential district someone wanted to do r3 residential which um to kind of spell that out r1 is single family um residential single family homes right yeah like just a regular house detached home correct so r3 is your apartment building right and uh, they can build anywhere from like three to 30 units in the R3. And usually the way, the, the best... Uh, Isn't it five? I doctrine... Think? Well, regardless. Um, the the doctrine is you don't want to put... You, you only want to step up one number <coughs> at a time. So you'd go from R1 to R2 to R3. Well, somebody wanted to drop R3 right into the middle of the R1 neighborhood. And that was not good. And it, it really is not good. And if somebody... <laughs> asks for that to be put on the docket it is their right as a taxpayer or someone who's going to be a taxpayer they pay the fee and then it gets brought before the zoning commission and we hear both sides of the argument and we make a decision sure well a lot of times people start off with with such a negative um 
view of things that they kind of they start off very aggressively saying, well, it's already a done deal, but I'm going to make as much noise as possible so everyone knows how upset I am about this. And um, Which is technically also their right, but might but not be it, very helpful. It, it is absolutely their right, and I would love to say that that is just absolutely ridiculous. It never happens. But the problem is people don't have that opinion because it's never happened before. They have that opinion because it has happened exactly. before. Exactly. And a lot of times they've seen it happen before. It's not just the stories that they hear. It's not just the legends from their friends and uh, the people who came from before them. Right. It, it's very real. It's so, um, what I've always appreciated the most is when when people are able to just uh, say say their concerns. I'm, I would never say to leave emotion <coughs> out of it. You can leave emotion there because your emotions are part of. Who it's you why are. you're there, right? And if right. you were happy or sad, you would still be emotional. So, right. Um, but uh, tell us, tell it like it is, and then um, listen to the direction that that the conversation goes from there. Before you uh, take the stance of, well, you're not going to listen to me anyway, so I don't even know why I'm wasting my time with you guys. You're just going to do whatever you want, no matter what. That that's also a manipulative tactic. That's kind of gaslighting as well. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't do anybody any good to not have an open mind to go into any of this stuff. Everybody right. should have an open mind, including the people bringing the proposals, because maybe there's something they overlooked that somebody else. And I find. have seen uh, that that dialogue lead to a lot of you know people making concessions on both sides, um, mostly on the business side. I I feel because they're the ones who have to say, all right, fine, I'm going to hide all the mechanicals on the on the top. We'll build a parapet around it, or you know, we'll shift the entire building. 50 feet that way and we'll build a huge wall well, here the or whatever. Right. They're the ones yeah. asking for permission. Right. So, and I'm not, I'm not saying that that's unfair or anything. That's actually how it should be. But I've, I've certainly had some instances where the, the residents are just so above. I had this one resident who um, prepared an entire pamphlet. <coughs> it was uh, not a Ooh. pamphlet. It was, it was a folio. Oh gosh. It, was, it don't, don't know. It was, it was amazing. I was so appreciative. No, it's they good. Had, I'm just saying that's, that's they, great. That's crazy yeah. amount of effort. They, yeah. they had gone into prior meeting minutes and hi- highlighted them. They had uh, they did their homework. Pick, they did their homework and they gave it to us. And I, I'll say <clears throat> probably about forty percent of that was stuff that I had figured out in my own um, my own investigation. But the rest of it, you know, I'll be honest. People can't go back into you know, meeting minutes for something that happened 10 years ago. That's, that's a lot of meeting minutes and it's yeah. hard to know exactly what's related to. And to, to know where to look and find it. Right. And take the time just, to dig that out. It's not realistic. So this resident was specifically aware of that situation 10 years ago. They went on the village website. They, they got what they needed to and they included it. Amazing. Amazing. Um, now you can argue that he kind of did our work for us, but again, if, if it's something that affects your neighborhood, even if you had the absolute best elected and appointed officials, would you really leave that entirely up to them? No. To find that, to find that needle in the haystack no. where you know exactly where that needle is, or at least you know where to look for that needle. Right, because then if not, you're always going to be kicking yourself if it doesn't go the way you would have expected or wanted it to. You'd be like, oh, if it's like anything else. Oh, if I'd only done this one thing. Well, right, then right. do and the then, one thing. And then you're... Your, your, your own doubt and, and your own um, angst is uh, it, it's only going to sour the relationship between you 
your community and uh, the, 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 the people who've been appointed and elected to serve them. Right. And there's nothing wrong with, with holding elected and appointed people to their Accountable. their oath to serve them. That's, that's an important thing. That's an important part of being a citizen. Um, but to kind of recap on the things that we've talked about, number one thing on, on interacting with your elected officials, interact. Interact with, with your officials. Uh, yes. Number two thing we're saying is, is what? Is, uh, number one's interact. Number two is be constructive. Yes. Right. Not, a, not aggressive. And number three is be prepared. Bring your facts and data with you. Absolutely. Don't hide your emotion. But uh, don't let it overtake you. Exactly. Don't let emotion run the run the discussion. So um, thanks again for joining us for an episode for another episode of Any Town USA. Any Town USA. Oh, my oh, gosh. Stop, no. Dave. And we're gosh. not going <laughs> to. We're docking you your paycheck. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. Fine. It's worth it. I don't care. It's really uh, absolute pleasure and honor that to have a. Uh, audience out there listening to us listen to what we have to say as we've said before if you have uh topics or suggestions for future podcasts please uh go ahead drop us a line we actually have a facebook page now anytime it's very exciting anytown usa on facebook we'll leave the link in the show notes we'll go back and update the show notes on our on our old old episodes um, so you guys can find us easier. You can interact with us. Leave us those suggestions that we talk about. At some point, we might get a website and email addresses. And in the meantime, tell your them. friends, tell your enemies, tell everyone down the block. We should uh, do a listener giveaway. Right. right. All we have to do is get who, something to give, we away? give away. So Brendan we, is um, he's a master griller. Maybe we can put some uh, some barbecue ribs in an envelope and mail it out to you. He's, he's giving me the face. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that at a, at a later date. <laughs> well, that'll, that'll we'll be a, see. <laughs> yeah, I think a pre-production yeah. <laughs> discussion will be had about that. Do our outro <laughs> song again, which uh, we got to get another one. Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this outro. Yeah, we said the You're last gonna time. You're going to be hearing this outro for years. Right. Just FYI, this is forever. No, at least no, another four not. or five episodes. I disagree. I'll not stand for uh-huh. it. Our sound engineer is completely bailing on us on this so well he, if he can hit the right button that would help to be fair he's all he's also paid the same amount as i am so. yes well to be fair <laughs> there are eight of those darn buttons and they're all different colors how dare no they? words no well, words thanks again something to stick on them thanks again and until next time this is anytown usa